When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani alongside Tom Schreier. I am currently recording from a bed in a Manhattan hotel room. I am in New York covering the wild road trip through New York City. And right before we got started with the recording, I spilled my coffee all over the bed. So really off to a great start today. Housekeeping's gonna hate you. Luckily, luckily, you don't have to like sleep in it. You're not in like an Airbnb or something. That's true. Yeah, that would co- like Airbnb. That would cost like seven hundred dollars. Like the cleaning <laughs> fee would like double all of a sudden, and then like, they'd be like okay, you're never invited back. One star, seven hundred dollars. All of that. Uh, we digress. Uh, we're here Tuesday morning recording, five days before the Vikings host the New York Giants at three thirty Central Time at US Bank Stadium. Me and Tom did not record Sunday afternoon, evening after the Vikings beat the Bears because who cares? That game did not matter. The game was a cluster. Um, Tom had traveling back to to kind of tend to. And like the game itself could not have mattered less in, in, in the grand scheme of things, um, especially considering the 49ers absolutely dominated the Cardinals too. So any hopes of a two seed were kind of shot. Um, Tom, before we get into this matchup, though, like, did anything stand out from Sunday or, you know, maybe just that nobody got hurt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. When you saw Shannon Sullivan on the ground and it turns out, I think that's a that's a bruise, essentially. But you're like, what's going to happen to the slot corner position? Um, Dalvin Cook, I'm shocked Dalvin Cook had any sort of injury, kind of came up limping and they put him back in the game. I still think it's weird that given how they handled the uh, practices, that they only had 11 of the 16 contact practices and given that you didn't see the the starters in the in the preseason, um, I mean, this functionally felt like a bizarro preseason game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised they played a full half. It was not intended as in like, it's not like O'Connell said, you guys are going to play a full half and then, you know, Mullins will come in in the second. Um, there's some situations where obviously Dalvin Cook doesn't fumble in that, you know, I think it was a second drive. Uh um, and you know, if cousins was better in the low red zone, which he admitted was not great, especially against a really bad defense, you maybe saw, would have seen them come off the field. I understand these guys kind of think like, if you can get the second seed, you got to make sure you win the game. I think there was a bit of like a cleansing effect, right? Like you had this bad game in green Bay, go get a win in Chicago. But, um, but yeah, it just, I'm actually shocked they played as long as they did. And as you kind of referenced, I mean, this game was just bizarre, like between the the weird kick that went in and then there was like 12 men in the field and the half. Um, the fact that like Peterman threw, threw short of the sticks on fourth down and not really sure what he was thinking there. Um, there was like a delay a game penalty on Chicago that Minnesota declined. I mean, it was just, you said it, it's kind of a cluster and games like that, you worry that a player would get kind of chewed up in the chaos. And it turns out they're unscathed they're on to new york they should be pretty healthy entering that game yeah the best thing to come out of sunday for me was in a game of very little consequence a player who stepped up quite a bit this year Mm -hmm. duke shelley 
treated it like it was the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Interception in the second half, spikes the ball into the Chicago Bears logo, almost has to say F you for, for letting me go. Uh, that was a funny moment. Um, also kind of like in the grand scheme of like the, what that game or what that play mattered to that game, kind of funny how the, the reaction was so grandiose um, considering the game was already done at that point. The game itself didn't really matter anymore. Um, but Duke Shelley has been, a, has been a huge pleasant surprise for the Vikings this year. Yeah, no, I was able to grab him in the locker room and it's always a little weird when you get a player who usually doesn't do a ton of media and like he's, you know, like changing and he was packing his bag, right? They wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. I think to watch, they said they could watch the the Packers game um, back home, but uh you know, I kind of bugged him and I was like, Hey, can I get you for a couple minutes? And he, he shed some light on what happened there. A, like the interception, uh, he didn't mince words. He's like, Chicago cut me. So they, they, he made the 53 man roster. He's in the hot tub, kind of loosening up for practice or something the next day. And someone taps him on the shoulder and goes, Hey, uh, you're not on the bears anymore. And he said, it's a weird situation where you enter the front door and they escort you out the back. (laughs) But um, he's, uh, you know, there's a little bit of little man energy. I remember Ed Donatello said something along the lines of like Duke Shelley, you know, his coaches told him he was D3, he goes on to, I think he played at Kansas State, D, D1. And I asked him about that and he was like, no, I was recruited, like Clemson recruited me. So I'm not sure where that came from, maybe early in his career or whatever he was doubted. But he definitely, I mean, he's 5'9", he's obviously built, but um, you can see where teams maybe don't, don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, having said that, he stepped up for a team that needs him to, given kind of Dantzler's play, given Patrick Peterson needs some help. He can't be two places at once. Um, and for a guy who, like, his his first big moment was in Buffalo, a pass to Dawson Knox, who's a ginormous tight end, breaks it up. I mean, he just continues to kind of build faith among the coaches, among the fans that he can do this. So, I don't know. He definitely played with a chip on his shoulder. He said he's never really had a chip like that, even though he was a smaller player, right, and probably faced some adversity at some point. Um, and the Bears, pretty cruel way for a team that isn't going anywhere to uh, – to cut their own guy, but uh, but having said that, it's the, the Vikings win there. He was he had an axe to grind in these two games against Chicago. Let's put a bow on the weekend real quick, um, and then we'll kind of use segments two and three to, to talk about the playoff game, things that actually matter. Vikings lock up the three seed with a win, and then obviously a San Francisco 49ers drubbing of, of the Arizona Cardinals. Bears lock up the number one overall pick by losing – by pretty much actively trying to lose all Sunday. Um, Sands a couple of swings here and there. So the Bears lose, and the Texans win in the most unimaginable way. Um, Fourth and 20, Davis Mills just chucks it into the middle of the end zone. Um, The Indianapolis Colts safety grossly misplays the ball, and it lands like right into the lap of Jordan Akins. Then Lovey Smith, who knows he's going to get fired, I think, says, screw it. Uh, we're going for two. Gets the two-point conversion. Houston wins. Chicago locks up the number one overall pick. And then in the night game, Detroit, with nothing to play for, knocks the Green Bay Packers out of the playoffs. So a lot happening in the NFC North on Sunday. And I think just when kind of things were done at the end of the day, Vikings fans were were happy on, on multiple levels. I The uh, – um... Yeah, first of all, I watched that Packers game from a bar in Chicago and there was a diehard Lions fan there. And like <laughs> the fact that he was that emotionally invested in a game that does not matter, right? You think of like the Chicago people obviously hate the Bears. That's actually, I think, um, 
the Packers actually see the Bears as their biggest rival, right? Yes. Um, the uh, but like these two guys, one a sh- beaten down Chicago fan, uh, just reveling in Rogers not playing well and all the kind of disaster that was that game. And I think the Detroit guy admitted like it's they wanted to play to get in the playoffs. And I think the scheduling thing really kind of screwed Detroit, but, um, but you know, they were playing like they had nothing to lose. Like that one, play, I'm shocked. No one else has done this where they ran kind of the sweep, right? The pitch or whatever. And then the guy pitched it back and it turned into a flea flicker. I actually thought that was a really creative, relatively simple play for a play of that, you know, um, caliber or whatever. And, I don't know. I loved it. I mean, it was so Dan Campbell, right? That whole, that whole game was Dan Campbell energy. Um, I do think they set a tone. It would have been fun to see him in the playoffs. I think Detroit's kind of a fun team. And also the implications for the Vikings going forward that, that, um, you know, Rogers, Rogers may be out. I also think it's funny that Lovey Smith ex bears coach X, I think he was a longtime Illinois coach just did everyone a solid in that whole state or whatever <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like hey i'm going for it i think i mean that's the problem with uh hiring these kind of like short-term coaches right i think houston's had two and um in two years uh what does he care he just wants to win and go away kind of probably with a smile on his face so uh maybe houston got a little bit of what they deserve there for sure tweet of the day came from lion safety kirby joseph um sunday night and i quote if we not going, y'all not going either. I don't care. That was the Captain Munnerland, right? Munnerland yeah. had a similar line back in the day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Lions are not going. The Packers are also not going. The Bears obviously are not going because they had the number one overall pick. But the Vikings are going. And they will be hosting the New York Giants on Sunday afternoon. Uh, we'll dive into the game kind of when we get back. Tons to talk about. Obviously, these two teams met on Christmas Eve. Greg Joseph winning the game with a 61-yard boot. Uh, if it comes down to a game-winning field goal again in the playoffs in Wild Card Weekend, I don't know if Vikings fans are going to like that too much. Uh, but we'll get into kind of the whole game when we come back.